Welcome to Unraveled Podcast. I'm Bridget. And I'm Mackenzie. This is the place where we unravel all the things on our hearts. Laughter, tears, and real talk are all invited. Here we go. Hey, sis. How are you? Hi, I'm good. I'm just hiding in a bathroom as I do. (laughs) What are you? How are you? I I think everyone needs to know the truth that this is truly a podcast for (laughs) women on the go and that we make everything work because that is our motto. Because there's no such thing as wasted time for the believer. Amen. So where are you right now, sis? Can you Wait. tell everyone? So I'm in Beaver Creek, wow. which is outside of Vail. And my parents so graciously let us come stay. But um, we'll leave probably tomorrow or something. But yeah, you know, traveling with children. It's never a vacation for you, but it's always sweet. So and you're, you're right. o- no matter what, you're always making awesome memories. Exactly. And you'll never forget them. And if we don't do these things while they're young, will we ever, will we ever live on the edge? No. One thing I love that you guys do is just like kind of pick up and go no matter like how old the kids are, whatever's going on. Like, I think that that is something that's so awesome because like you really do feel revived when you (laughs) get out of the ordinary. Totally. And I was thinking about you as you're about to have your third baby, which is amazing. Um, a year ago I had my third and I remember we just randomly right when she was two weeks old decided, let's go to Jackson Hole, Wyoming on a little camping trip. And the reason being, and this doesn't go for every baby, but it, but it will for you is that you can just throw those babies in a car seat and all they do is sleep in those first few months. And so what you're about to embark on and you'll remember so quickly because you've done this before is that those are the sweetest moments. Like you can do anything and to just enjoy that present moment. And that's Mm -hmm. what we kind of wanted to talk about today because Bridget is less than two weeks away from her due date, but could go anytime. And I was so nervous that we wouldn't get this episode in before (laughs) baby came out. How are you doing? Well, I think that it's definitely been like, um, definitely like a school of the heart for me um, Mm. in the past few days. Like, you know, when you have those moments where you're like, okay, like I'm experiencing something and I'm going to like dig into why I'm feeling this way and why am I like, why am I so like red? Like obviously everyone's excited for a baby to come. But I think that um, like because Johnny had this race, I had the doctor check me on Friday and he was like, oh, you are effaced. Like you are dilated. Like he was like, this baby's coming. And then all the nurses were even like, we're not even going to schedule you for an appointment. And so I got very excited. And then I actually, I, I really was thinking, trying to dig into like, why are you disappointed? Like God knows the birthday of this baby. Like you need mm-hmm. to just like, kind of just like reminding myself of affirmations that I've felt so strongly about leading up mm-hmm. to this birth. And I'm like, don't lose your cool the last few days just because mm-hmm. like, it's not coming the way you want it. But it mm-hmm. started to help me to kind of, um, I was kind of digging into my own self, like, okay, like you, you need to work on control right now. Like you need to work on wanting things the way you want them. Um, and like my family came in and they like stayed at our house. And I think that I also felt weird, like not embarrassment, but I'm like, oh my gosh, I got everyone to come over and change their plans. And now it's not happening. Well, that's also a weird wound of like, who cares? Like they're your family. It doesn't matter. They won't take, they're not holding it against you. Um, But yeah, so I think like a lot, I think there, I think that's why a lot of women love pregnancy and birth is because I think the the whole journey of carrying a child really does teach you a lot about yourself. 
Oh my gosh. Yes. To the intricate details of feeling embarrassed or judged because of something not going right. But like even that family thing, it's such a good thing to touch on is that all of it is out of our control, just like life in general. And yeah. why I reminded of this daily, you know, like <laughs> he's got it, he's got you. And I think that with pregnancy in those final weeks, it's like a true test of like, am I going to give it all over? Like yes. I- the final and it's like up to the final moment of like are you really gonna trust me or are you gonna get super scared at the last minute or are you gonna you know like you gotta really trust me and I think that um yeah that's why I mean I I, it's almost like it goes back to the whole like women and dreams and babies thing like really women who miss out on this opportunity to like, I've never learned more about myself, I feel like than when I've been pregnant or when I've had a baby. And um, we were on a walk the other day, like trying to walk the baby out. And we ran into um, a girl who lives down the street who actually went to our high school a couple years older. And um, she was like, I just can't believe you guys are on your third. Like I can barely do one. I can't imagine three. And I just, I mean, in those moments, I don't really say anything because that is that person's reality. And I'm not going to diminish that for that person. I don't know what they're going through. And I don't know why they feel that way about having one. Mm -hmm. But, but we walked away and Johnny and I were kind of to ourselves like, oh, like that's such a shame that people like cult, they, it's like a closed mindset, like a fixed Mm -hmm. mindset. Like there's no way I could do more than what Mm -hmm. I'm doing. Well, God, it's like what we were talking about offline before we started the podcast, like until we detach ourselves and have full abandonment to God, we never feel the peace of what it feels like to truly not be in control and be like, I need you because I don't know like how I'm going to do this, but I know that with you, I will be able to do this. Amen. I find that happens so often to be of like a new mom is just so, and I'm trying, I try to go back to our new mom days in the right. Like, oh my gosh, I probably thought it was insane. Yeah, I think it gets easier the more kids you add to the mix, the more crazy you add to the mix because yes. you actually have no choice but to let go in those moments. Like we, the the, the they run the nest. Like it, unfortunately, 100%. like there's only so much we can control, and that has cured so many perfection tendencies mm-hmm. in me, and I'm sure all of us because just when you become a mom or a wife it just rears its ugly head, like these little tendencies we have. But when you have all the kids and there's multiple and there's three on one or two on one. It's like you have to give it up. (laughs) Yes. Amen. So true. And But I think it goes back to the beauty too of you guys vacationing so much. It's like um, you could either live in misery in this whole stage, stage of life of like, I, I have no control. The house is messy. Like, you know, I cleaned it last night and now it's already a mess. Or you could be like, screw it. We're going on a vacation. We're packing up these kids and they'll be either crazy at our house or crazy at the vacation. That's so let, let's just go. Yes, that's so true. And Colin and I laughed at each other today because we were, you know, in the playroom here at 630 in the morning, Um, you know, a normal <laughs> Go, of course like, with our <laughs> coffees and Colin just laughed and he's like we are in it right now yeah yeah and so are you guys and but B and I always laugh with each other how <clears throat> lucky and blessed we are that we can be in it at this age like yeah we yes. know that it is not lost on us that 
thank goodness we have the energy right now because I don't know <laughs> that I would have the energy I do have to do all these things. And in 10 years, yeah. 10 years, I think I'd be probably staying at my house, but you, you hit the nail on the head. Like, are we going to have tantrums in our house or are we going to work through it and just go on an adventure? And this goes for everyone. It doesn't have to be some elaborate trip or anything, but you can explore the world around you. Like B yeah. and Johnny live so close to a beach. And when I say so close, they only have to drive a couple hours. So they'll pack up and you got, they can go on a, just a whim or to the mountains in Nashville. And I think just like doing those things shows your kids, like, I want to live in this, this is life. Yes. And this is life. And I want to adventure with you and create memories with you. Yes. Um, because it can get tough when, you know, they're so little and they need so much of us. I mean, be the let, grind. Uh, letting go of control. When you guys found out you were pregnant with Gracie um, right after Colby, can you yeah. talk about how amazing that was and how, Oh my gosh. But to let go in that moment. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think with every baby, um, and actually I was just talking to our doula friend about this, how like every baby teaches you a new lesson. And she was like, and thank God for friendships where like you can be honest, but like it's, you know, it's from the like best place in the world. And she was just like, well, Bridget, you know, all these babies are teaching us lessons and and every baby is a new lesson. And so with this baby, I'm like, wow, like he is teaching me some things already. And he's not even here. Um, and with Grace, it was like, it was like a full blown radical um, talk about like radical detachment. Like I think yeah. Holby was six months old when we found, not even maybe five months old yeah. when we found out we were pregnant with Grace. And I have to say, <clears throat> I have to give Johnny some credit because I found out when I was at the gym and I was with a friend who's a nurse and I was just telling, I don't know what I was talking about, but I said, um, it's weird. I got a period and then I lost my period again. And she Mm -hmm. was like, Oh, um, she's like, do you, do you think you might be pregnant again? And I was like, there's no way. I'm like, I just got my period back. Like we've, we've been together like twice. Like there's no way. And she was laughing. She's kind of like smirking at me. And she was like, I think you should go get checked. Um, meanwhile, or she like get a test. And we had just both done this like extreme boot camp, like hit thing, um, for like, eight weeks and I had lost all of my baby weight uh-huh. and I, I had gained so much weight with Colby. Like I literally, we joke that I was like job of the hut. And <laughs> this gym was like, you win the competition of losing the most weight in the shortest amount of time. And then, <laughs> it was so funny, but I was actually like just really pumped about it. Yeah. Um, and, um, and yeah, so I was just so proud of myself. And then I find this out and I went home and told Johnny and we both just started laughing like hysterically. Like we were just like, how is this? Like how? And I'm just like, I'm grateful that we don't have a memory of being upset about her or being like, yes. like it was just like hysteria because we were like, <laughs> how, like what in the world? And now that she's here and now that they are so close in age and such good friends, I'm like, God had a plan. But if we had gotten in the way of that plan, you know, God forbid. And like people do, you know, they're like, this was not our plan. Let's control the narrative so much, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, you miss out on the gifts that God is waiting to give you, which is showing 
you a beautiful relationship with two kids who are so close in age, who are best buddies, you know? And um, so I think that 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 was a lesson for us in like, our plan is not always going to be the plan. And we have to be okay with that. And we have to also like, not dread that like maybe there's a gift on the other side of this you know Mm -hmm. oh I love that I think the thing you touched on that all of us need to to remember in our day-to-day is laughing in those moments Mm -hmm. like is such a cure for anger and um you know just this dread this grouchiness like if you when you're with your spouse and you know things can get tense because you know for us franny's throwing a tantrum and t's asking 77 questions while she's throwing (laughs) stella needs me to hold her and instead of like looking at each other being like can you do this can you you know it's so easy to bicker or in those moments complete like what just happened like okay instead just looking at your person the one that loves you more than anybody and just laughing like and just being like this this is life like (laughs) because you're in it together it's just beautiful to just have that it's true and it's like you either laugh or you it's it's, yeah exactly and it was like the picture I sent you last night that we will not show our our followers but um like in, in this whole weekend of like I really was getting down there was a moment of like I'm, I'm in a good place now but like yeah. I had a moment of like oh my gosh I got so excited for nothing like this baby yeah. isn't coming yet and and then I started to have like a labor pain and so I'm like bending over on the bed and I guess Grace had just gotten out of the bath and she comes next to me and she's copying me and bending over too, but she only has half of her, her um, PJs on. So her boot, her booty is out and she has just come back from the pool. So she has a stark white butt and like tan legs like the and baby yeah, it's the baby bum. And Johnny just took a quick picture and he silently just took it and then showed it to me later. And I died laughing and I was just like, I will remember this, you know, like this is not all, you know, it's not all going to be dread. Like it, th- there are funny moments mm-hmm. in the moments that are also difficult. So it's so true. And that those final weeks and we all know it, but we all forget it after we had the baby and you're reminding me how hard it is to totally abandon our will and make it his will. And I, I mean, I totally was crazy and I told myself I wouldn't be, I was like, you know, this baby's going to come and it comes, even if I go over my due date. Yeah, right, you guys. I'm so mm-hmm. good. The week before, I took a potion. I drank a potion. <laughs> and you know what God did to me in that moment? He, he allowed me to have nausea and throw up for four hours. So <laughs> to show me. like, Mackenzie, come yeah. on. Exactly. And it was one of those castor oil things. Like, this is the answer to get this baby out. And my friend sent it to me because she went a week after her due date. And oh, I, my gosh. Was, you always have yours on your due date or early. I think you're like me early. I mean, I did the same thing. I I had like a million potions this weekend. Like I did like, I don't even know. My sister heard of okra water. So she's making the okra water, which was disgusting. And then I'm drinking the labor teas. And of course nothing's happening. And I'm like, all right, God, this is, this is my lesson. Like I needed this. I really needed this. 
I hear you now. Thank you. <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> and the fact that he already has the birthday, I think we so soon forget that he already finished everything. Everything yeah. in our life is completed. Yeah. And the only way it gets to completion in the way that he wants it to be and desires, which is for our best, you know, for our best, Amen. Um, is that if we give it over to him and you said it be, it's like a lesson every day. It's like every day I need to wake up and I don't yeah. know, I need to say a prayer of like, how will I just do your will today you know totally take away anything I want and just you know show Mm -hmm. me and and just be open exactly so um that's just wonderful though that this baby will be here the next time we talk I am certain on this podcast but how are you feeling she's about you're about to head into your first non-medicated birth any any other things you're thinking about that you want to share I think just, I, I'm just so grateful for all of the friends and for you that have like supported like me through just saying like, you can do this. And I think for any woman listening, even if you're not married, like we, I had, I had a sweet conversation with a girl a couple days ago, who's interested in coming on retreat. And I know this episode has been a lot of baby talk and pregnancy talk, but I think that, um, you know, one thing that Ken's and I love about this community is a lot of our listeners are all spectrum of like women, mothers, like post-grads, like not even married yet or married with Mm -hmm. many eight kids or two kids, you know? And so, but um, I think that a huge lesson that I have learned is just to learn from other women, like women who have maybe done something that you've never done before, or, you know, you see someone doing something that you're like, um, at first that's the thought of that scared me, but I'm going to rest on that. And I'm going to think about that. And like, you know, having the humility to, to look at the women around you and say like, what can I learn from these people and these women? And I think that that is why also our retreats are such beautiful life-giving moments because we hear a host of a ton of stories. And like we, we talk about this too. Like the reason why we made these retreats is because like we have lost that sense of community as a culture. Like women used to rear their children together as a village and like truly they would all learn from each other and they would support each other and they would learn from stories. Like we would all tell stories, you know, around fires. And that's the way that we would learn how to do life together was through each other's experiences. And because we've become so independent of each other and um, kind of self-focused, I think we have lost that beauty of like, how can we learn from another sister? And so anyways, this sweet girl said, well, I'm not married and I don't have kids. Like, would I still be someone that would benefit from retreat? And I was like, oh my gosh, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, the amount of women that we've had to have come, you know, who aren't moms or who desire to be moms, but aren't yet, you know? And I think it's just that sisterhood of learning from each other. And you know, that Ken's and I are that way. Like we learn from each other because we aren't a hundred percent the same. There's things that Ken's loves that I don't necessarily have passions for. And there's things that I love that she might not have passions for. But I think that when you have a strong community of women, it's always women that have some differences from you. So um, yeah, just, just encouragement, I guess, for anyone listening, who's like, I think I would want to attend or I think that that's something that sounds cool, but I'm not a hundred percent. Like it is for you. It's Mm. for everyone. It's for every woman. It is for every woman. And you won't know what you can receive until you come. Mm -hmm. Only he knows the gifts that he has waiting for you there. And it's true. That's what we were made for to, 
to learn from other women and to teach other women to pass along yes. you know, the gifts that God gave each one of us because we are so uniquely made. It's so beautiful. And it's but, so And we always talk about this, that like, even though we have planned these retreats and designed them, like we learn stuff still when we go, like from the speakers, like it, it feels like I am going on the retreat. And I know that Ken feels that way too, because we are never done learning. We're never done being able to pull wisdom from something that someone else said. Um, That's so, so yeah. So I'm looking forward to it as if I were a participant as well. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I same. And I, I was just thinking recently about how um, one of our speakers, Melina always says um, that her testimony is a living, working testimony. And that's yes. Bridget and I, because even like, you know, in a day to day, I'll just take out my notes in my phone and write a note down of things I'm learning or things that God has unfortunately had to teach me today. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I take those notes to take with us to retreat because Bridget and I are growing. It's not, it's not, we had our um, huge reversion moment and that's it. We've, it's it. We've arrived. It's absolutely not. <laughs> it's actually quite the opposite that because of these retreats, I've had to do even more deep dives and um, learn so much more about what he has to teach me. And we will all be learning until we leave this place. So come and learn more about yourself and your sisterhood and friendships that can serve you. And it, yeah, you will never regret it. So, and it's crazy that it's two months away. Um, Is it less than two months? Yes. No. Yeah. It was August 6th. I was like, Oh, we're two months away. Two months away. So if it's on your heart and you're like, I just need a reset, like just follow the promptings of the Holy spirit Mm -hmm. and, and pull the trigger and sign up to come because we've had so many women who've already attended, who have been like, I know what this retreat is about. And I want to come back a second time Um, because God has a new gift waiting for you. He has a new discovery, a new self-discovery that, you know, a a retreat is never going to be the same, you know, and there's, there's other retreats that Ken's and I have been on that. We're like, we want to go on that retreat again, because Mm -hmm. we know that there would be something new that you would hear or something new that you would take away. Um, So that is our hope is that like, even if you've attended before, if it's on your heart that you need a spiritual refresher, that like, you would just feel like, I know what's in store at this weekend. And I want to, I want to experience it again. Yeah, exactly. I, I can't believe how many people want to come back. Be it's so wild. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and to just like wrap up this episode about peace and just mm-hmm. getting in total detachment. Um, a lot of you have probably heard this quote from St. Francis de Sales, but he says, never be in a hurry. Do everything quietly in a calm spirit. Do not lose your inner peace for anything whatsoever, uh-huh. even if your whole world seems upset. So go where the peace is, my friends, and Paul says, and live in that moment to moment. Um, and any last words, sis, before I say a prayer for this baby? Oh, my gosh. I just love that quote. And, um, oh, my gosh, thank you for reminding us about that beautiful nugget. And, um, yeah, I think that if any of us are in a spirit of waiting or you're in a season of, like, okay, this feels like desolation, consolation Mm -hmm. is on the other side and um yes and a priest just reminded me of that in confession like he was and which we've had many episodes on but um I needed that reminder that like if you feel like you're in a you know in a season of like a little bit of desolation like it always means that consolation's on the other side so I love that quote I need to write it down 
Yes. And remind ourselves that every day it's true. We do have episodes on that and I need a reminder of that. That's so good. Uh, (sighs) Well, well, let's go. Let's pray. We got this. Name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Come Holy Spirit. Lord Jesus, thank you so much for the gift of sisterhood, for the gift of motherhood in all stages. Thank you for this baby, this sweet baby Augie in Bridget's womb, who is so ready to meet his mama. Lord, please wash over Bridget with a sense of peace and total abandonment to the moment that you are giving her with each deep round wave of pain, release it and allow peace to come because she knows that her baby's coming. With each step of pain and and worry and anxiety, help her to give it over to you, God, in trust because she is one step closer to meeting her baby. Lord, for every woman listening who desires to have a baby, Give them courage and strength and that overwhelming sense of peace that he has you in the palm of his hands and he has a plan for you. Lord, remind all of us that it is finished. Our lives are so perfectly written out for us as long as we trust and give ourselves over completely to your will. Our Lady of Labor and Birth, Please walk with every mama who's about to go through the pangs of labor and meet their sweet angel on the other side. Remind us that it is so worth it. Every bit of every dying to self and every offering it up and every moment of, I can't do this. Remind us that we can. That in every moment of our days, moment to moment, we give them back to you. Lord, this life is not ours. Remind us that, that we were made for another world. And so help us to get to that other world by living in your presence today. Lord Jesus, please bless this baby in Bridget's womb and walk with her in these final days. Help her to enjoy the moments and be present with her babies now and her husband and her friends and her family. Lord, help us to all trust you more and to love you more. And thank you for everything and thank you for a perfect pregnancy and birth in advance. Thank you for a perfectly healthy baby and a perfectly healthy mama in advance, Lord, because you've already done it. Our Lady of Labor and Birth, pray for us. St. Gerard, pray for us. St. Anne, pray for us. And St. Elizabeth, the sister of all sisters, the friend of all friends, please pray for us. Amen. Amen. Oh, thank you, sis. Thanks for listening to Unraveled Podcast. To stay a part of the conversation, follow us on Instagram at Unraveled Podcast or on Spotify at The Unraveled Podcast. Thanks for listening.